0: Welcome to Live DAF, your online DAF Yomi Sheer. Shalom Aleichem, welcome back. Today's DAF Yomi is Mayet Khatan DAF Ches. We are holding two lines from the top of the Amud. We're in the midst of a again, perhaps before we continue, let's do a quick, brief background. So, in the mission, we learned that on Yom Tev, you don't have to take a look at the Nega, it's up to the Kain. You couldn't defer inspection of the Nega until after Yom Tov. How can you do that? How are you allowed to delay inspecting the Nega? That was the kasha that we dealt with at the end of yesterday's daf. We had two answers. Rabbi Yehuda, he says, look, there's a Pasuk which reads as follows. Which indicates that it's, uh, it's not absolute. Sometimes you take a look Sometimes you can postpone. We well, learn from here. There's a, a mitzvah need. Regel. A has his sheva brachas. You can postpone inspection of the nega until after the occasion. Rebbe responds with the words Enuit You don't need that pasek. There's a more straightforward pasek. Look, when a fellow has a nega in his home. The coin says, "Wait a wait a second. Before I I decide, before I issue the the psak that it's tummy, clear out the uh, the belongings, the possessions from that home." And as Rabbi says, you know, if you're gonna wait for dvar HaRashos, to allow him to save a couple of pennies, a tircha, save his kleicheres from getting tummy from uh, can you tell me in which case you have to break them? So that's dvar HaRishush, it's non-mitzvah concern. Certainly, when it's yom or shabbat of course, of course, you postpone. Now, is there any halachic between the two uh, makayrus, between the two Psukim? Abaye says no; there is no uh, difference. Rabbi Rabbi Yehuda both both agree that you may postpone reias for the sake of dvar mitzvah, for the sake of dvar HaRishush, Robert says there is a slight nafkamino. You see, the pasak of pinayus is speaking when the nega was present in the home. It wasn't on one's person. In that case, the Torah says you can uh, postpone even the dvar harishos, even if it's a non mitzvah uh, uh, concern for his Caleb. In the pasak of beyoym boy, which indicates that there are some days, some days. Where well, you don't have to take a look at the nega, we learn that yomtiv is accepted. Zaydi mei those days are not days of reiasa nega, and we're dealing with mitzvah concerns there. Therefore, says Robert that would be enough kimena. Whether you learn from this pasuk or from this pasuk, so all would agree that by a nega in a house, which is not a one's person, of course you postpone even the dvar harishos in mitzvah concern, but. When it's a nega on one's actual person, nigay adam, he's going to have enough kemina between the two approaches. Rabbi Yehuda, who learns from the Pasuk Ubiyahimhiro is which indicates that sometimes some days are not suitable for Yasanaga. That's pertaining to mitzvah concerns, Yamtiv, Shavasi mishtah, so if it's a Nega on one's person you could only postpone for the sake of Advar mitzvah, but not for Advar Rishus. when it's on the home it's removed from the person it's not so severe, it's not so personal you're right, then we could be uh, we could be ma'achar. we could postpone even for Advar Rishus. as the Pasuk says, wait until he clears the home of his belongings but on, a, uh, on the person himself, Nega Adam it's only allowed for Advar mitzvah. whereas Rebbe who focuses on that pasuk of Akoyin indicates that he doesn't need the other pasuk. He's learning straight from here, and he's learning from here that any any nega, whether it's personal or on the home, can be pushed off, can be deferred, even for the sake of Advar Mitzvah, which is the topic of discussion on in that pasuk. Akoyin clearly the Kalem. So that's Rav's approach. There is enough keminah, dvar harashus according to Rebbe Dvar Dvar Mitzvah, it's irrelevant you can defer, you can postpone whereas according to Rebbe in the home, yeah but on one's person it's only allowed for Dvar Mitzvah okay, let's go on to the uh, Gemara on the second line second line from the top of Ches Amaral, Rebbe Amar, now according to Rebbe who learns a personal Negah Negei Adam from Nige bottom so why do we need two Pesukim? See according to Rabbi Yehuda we need two Pesukim a personal nega can be deferred for a Dvar Mitzvah for a Regal for Zayni Mea Mishter but not for Dvar Rishos the next passage is speaking about a nega on the home and that could be postponed even for Dvar Rishos even for a non-Mitzvah concern but according to Rabbi, it seems to equate the two types of nega to each other. Whether it's nega adam or nega Bayis, you can defer for even dvar roshos. So why do you need two p'sukim? The Rabbi Omar, Rabbi responds, it's shich, both p'sukim are, in fact, needed. The If only from that first pasuk, I would say, ledvar mitzvayin, ledvar heroshos loy. You can only defer, you can only procrastinate. If you're addressing a mitzvah concern, some days you take a look. Some days, like Yamtiv, Zain Yimei Hamishta, you defer. But not just for a, dvar a rishuz, for a non-mitzvah concern. That's why we have the second pasuk. Wait until he clears the the Kalim from his home. The concern is personal, and still we procrastinate, we delay. If only from that Pasuk, Hav I would say, Hani-in. Yeah, in this case of the Nega on the home, the of Tumah dugufe, You procrastinate for Edvar HaRishus, to save his Kalim, because it's not personal. It's on his home. It's not as personal, not so severe. Avot Tumah dugufe. but if it's a personal Nega on one's person, perhaps you have to go take a look at it. You can't delay Sriha. That's why we have the other pasuk. Obiyoim is boy, which is speaking about a personal nega. And as Rashi points out, now we no longer differentiate between the two types of negaim. And if we find that by the nega and the bias, we can defer, we can procrastinate for even Advarishus. Let's learn from one pasuk. And then on top of that we find that we can delay even by a personal negat, So we say, look, the Torah allows delaying in either case. Whether it's for a or the Mitzvah, we no longer differentiate between the two types of concerns. Let's go back for a second. Which tells you that on Sundays you have to go see the nega. On other ways you can delay, you can avoid, you can ignore the nega. My mashma. How do we learn it from this pasuk? Where do you see this message? Amra Abaye, in kein lichtev Rachmana Because otherwise the pasuk can just say biyoyim. May u Why the extra verb? Shmam no? that additional verb is coming to tell you a message. yesh shiyom some days you take a look, some days you ignore the Nega. So according to Abay, the limit is from the extra vote. Amar. <laughs> More than that. Kula Kroy The whole Kra, actually says the word Kra means Teva, the whole word is extra. is an extra word. Din because otherwise lichtab rahmano ubihirois. When it will be, why do you have to say biyoim? We learn from here. So, according to Rava, the entire word is an extra word to indicate that on some days you inspect and some days you don't. Abayah says that it's the Vav that's coming to teach us this lesson, not the entire word. That's because the word is needed for something else. The actual word is needed. You only inspect the nega during daytime. when you can see it, not at night. So the word biyayim is already used for that halacha. It's the letter vav, which is the uh, chiddush, which is the extra letter. But Rav Rav responds, biyayim v'le'belayla. Rav biyayim v'le'belayla benali. Indeed, how does Rav know this halacha? He inspects the negah only by day, not at night. Because the word of according to him, is unavailable for that halacha. It's already been applied for this halacha. He learns it from a different pasuk. It has to be visible to the kohen. Rashi says, During daytime, during daylight, where you can actually see it. Why can't Abayi learn this halach from that pasuk? That pasuk is unavailable. It's needed for something else. To exclude a case of Sumo ba'achas If a coin is blind even in one eye he can't inspect a negah He has to have full, full capacity Okay, so then uh, doesn't Rav need it for that as well? For the sumo ba'achas me'enav In which case the locha of be'yoyim needs to be learned from the word u'be'yoyim So the whole word is not extra In a you're right Velobyim Vilabala Minoli. So Malakal Marina Kain is coming to tell you La Fuki Suma Bahasme enough. And how does he know? Villaim Vila Balila. Villa Bayim Valaila he has another possible Mik Nega Niraliba Boyis. We learn from here The Nega has to be seen, naturally seen. Li Vilay have to see it naturally. With my own uh, visual capacity, as opposed to needing some artificial assistance, some flashlights, some candles. So that's when you can go take a look at a netah, when it's seen naturally. So that's rubber source for the halach of biyim. If so, the word ubiyyyim here is an extra word. Coming to tell you that you can defer, you can procrastinate, you can delay. When you're running into Yamtiv. Tov. why can't Abaye learn from that pasuk as well? Ima Hasim, if only from that pasuk, perhaps I would say, love de Gufe. Perhaps this requirement, this join requirement, applies only to a, a nega which is the actual uh, topic of, of conversation. That's what the pasuk they were speaking about. Mikanega Negabaias speaking about a benega in his home. So since it's removed, what well, mumakel? Daafka by day, night at night. But if it's a personal nega on one's body, perhaps even if it's during nighttime where you need a flashlight, you need a candle, you should go take a look at the nega. It's on one's person. That's why you need the other boy, which is speaking about a nega on one's body, there as well. You're limited to daytime as opposed to nighttime. So, bottom line is, we learned that the kain. Has a prerogative to delay inspection of the nega, past the yomtiv, past the sheva brachos. How do we know this? We have two sources. Contrab Yehuda, now which word? Rab Abayis says the vav. Rab says the whole word ubayim. And according to Rabbi, it's from vetzive akoyin apinah sabayis which indicates that we wait, right, to declare the home, before we actually issue the verdict. We decide whether the home is tummy or not. So apparently delay is okay. Now, bottom line is there is a nafkemina So according to abayi, there is no nafkemina between the two approaches. According to rubber, there is a slight nafkemina as follows. According to Rabbi Yehuda, if it's on the bias then we can delay even for Dvar harashos, a non-mitzvah concern, a clearing the kalim. If it's on gufoy then it's only for Dvar Mitzvah. boy, only uh, uh, this type of day, not that type of day, not a Yamtev, not a Shevah brachos. These are all mitzvah concerns. Whereas according to Rabbi, we don't differentiate whether it's mitzvah, rishos bias or Neger Adam, delaying is okay. According to all Olshitois, you can only take a look at the nega by day, whether it's this type of nega or that type, as well as a asuma, Even ba'achas me'enov is disqualified from seeing the nega. Zoktimishn. This is a sort of a continuation. In the previous mishnah, we had our telling us a kula that the kohen can uh, take a look at the nega and be selective in his responses. If it's torah, he'll tell you. If it's tamei, he'll defer another Kula the name of Ramir regarding they used to bury their mason locally and then eventually collect the, retrieve the, the bones remaining and take the remains over to uh, a family plot which was situated uh, uh, far away so it would make for easy easy transporting, easy transferring they would do something called At Atzames. He can do that on Chayla Moed. Melakot Adam Atzames of Ima'i. He can retrieve the bones of his parents and relocate them elsewhere. Yipnei Shosimcha Hilay. This is an occasion. This is a happy occasion to relocate his parents to the cave of Esrashah says. That's Mutan on Chayla Rabbi Yeh no. Hulay. It's a time of mourning. Burying his, uh, his mace. You shouldn't do that on Chayla if um, a loved one passed away a while back, and now a, a professional uh, maspid, eulogizer, shows up in town, you can't, you can't uh, utilize his services and be more people, evoke feelings of mourning and bitterness. You shouldn't do that. Nor should he set forth a, a hespid on a recently departed mace, if it's too close to Yamtiv, Koy la within 30 days of Yamtiv, Says the Gemar, We have a kash, Rameer here says, you can do likadatsameis because it's a time of joy. It's a simcha. listen to this b'raisa, a malaket The person is engaged in relocating the remains of his parents. Harizimus is amalalem He observes avelus the entire day. It's a yaym kvura. Ula But not the following night. So it's a limited avelus. It's pretty clear that's not a happy occasion. Even though he didn't have visual contact with those remains. They were wrapped in the, in the um, sheet. But the fact that he's reburying them. That's man of avelus. How can Ramayah say otherwise? No, that's not what he meant. Ema. Explain as follows. The reason why Ramey allows you to do this on Yom Tov, Imphneisha Simcha just the opposite, because even though this uh, procedure evokes Tsar, but he's in the midst of a Yom Tov. Let's go over to Rashi, off to the right. Simcha he means to say it like this. He's totally immersed in the Yom Tov. That carries the day, so to speak. It's Yomtiv today. And therefore, he won't allow this, uh, this kvura of Atzomys to interfere and take away from Simchas Yomtiv. Fact is, they didn't die today. Fact is, they were already buried. It's just a relocation here. So true, typically it brings about a but but Yomtiv is the real occasion. Yomtiv carries the day. That's the primary. Uh, occasion today. It's the Yoyim of yamtiv. So he identifies with the yamtiv more than he identifies with the Avelis of Malakit, Atmos of Yomtev. Therefore, according to mayor, the Simcha of Yamtiv will override, will supersede the Avelis and its mutter. Apparently, racy disagrees. He says the Avelis of this uh, procedure... Uh, will interfere with the and Continues the reminder. But lo al My lo al what exactly is this, Omerav? Kadhadar Sabdana, like the eulogizer, the Maspid, would make his rounds, Marav and Amri, and he would declare, Yifkuni mei, let all uh, cry with him, kalmerire leave all the bitter-hearted people, cry along with me, and that's how it would be mo'erer, bitterness and avelis, on a, uh, on a departed fellow. You shouldn't do that within 30 days of Yom Why 30 days? It's based on a story. incident involving this fellow, Shanik shekines Mois. He was uh, collecting money. He was saving up funds to pay for his travel expenses to Yerushalayim. And apparently he had a Somebody who was recently departed in the family. Uba and this professional, maspid, eulogizer, pays him a visit. V'amad apezach beisai approaches his home, and his wife noticed him. She says, wow, perfect occasion, perfect opportunity. This fellow offered his uh, hespit services. Let me uh, let me take take up take up his offer." Ve'not Ishtay, so His wife took the funds that he had saved up to be the Regal she paid it to the uh, Maspid. He had no money left. And he couldn't go up uh, to Yerushalayim that year. At that point, Chazal established You should not be involved in Hespit within 30 days of Yom Tov. first far, Shem explained 30 days is the Zemana As we know, So typically, that's when you start... Preparing, start saving up, and there's always a concern that he might deplete his savings for this uh, Maspid's services. So, therefore, keep away from this uh, from this practice. So, that's the first shot. Shmuel, Shmuel explains differently because it's going to interfere with Yom Tov itself. <laughs> It's part of human nature, Hashem made it this way, that it takes 30 days to free oneself. It takes 30 days for the Avelos, for the bitterness to dissipate somewhat. Says so Rashi on top. Since it takes 30 days for the effect to wane, If it does the Hesped, we 30 days, it might spill into Yom Tov. It might be affected by the bitterness. It might continue, so to speak, the, the theme of the Hespit into Yom Tov. So make sure it's more than 30 days to Yom Tov. This way, by the time Yom Tov comes around, he will no longer feel the effect, the bitterness, the mourning, which might interfere with his Yom Tov. might be Na'yu says the Gemara is in community in two reasons. Depletion of funds. Interfering with Simchas Yom Tov let's say the masbid offers his services free of charge over here there's no concern of depletion of savings so it would be mutter but the other concern of interfering with simchas aregal certainly still exists okay so in summary regarding bimalaqat that some is on Yom we have where says there's an availus associated with it which interferes with yamtev Ramea says, Simchas siyant is overrides that slight avails. What about a hespit within 30 days? That shouldn't be done because he can deplete his uh, savings on that or he can create zar on out of itself, if the services are offered free of charge. Zavta Mishnah, in choifrin kuchen ukevaros be'moy, they used to prepare kvarim ahead of time. You're not allowed to dig a kuch, a kever, Gemara explain what these things are. In anticipation of future need. But you can fix it up, you can modify, you can adjust the size of the cave on That's not much of a terk, not much of a. What else can you do? Nivrech a small uh, laundering pool. A little pool that you uh, dig where you can wash your laundry on Chalamayd. That you can do. Ask Taisvis. Why would he need a, a laundering pit? not meant to do laundry and Chalamoid. Yishleimah says, we have others that are mutter. Tomorrow later we'll speak about um, some exceptions to the rule. person coming from out of town, left, let out of prison. So you can wash for those people. And that's why he's making of What else can you do? You can build a coffin. Provided the mace is in that courtyard, in which case it's obvious that it's being done for his purpose. Otherwise, says Rashi, it's not so apparent what he's doing. He's building some sort of furniture, maybe. <laughs> he says Rashi. And therefore, only if the mace is right there, it's pretty apparent that it's for his sake and it's mutter. Tesis brings a Yerushalmi. This is only a concern if he's not a mason mafursam, but if he's a mason mafursam, which means a famous person passed away, everybody knows. That's what he's doing it for. In this case, you can do it even if the mace is not actually there in the chutz. Continues the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda Aiser. He doesn't allow building a mitah from scratch, bringing boards, chopping them up. It's too much of a melacha. It's too mefarhesya uh, It's too. It's too grand of a melacha that interferes with simcha, s'yamtev with kavod hamoyed. Rabbi Yehuda Aiser elayim kein yeshu mamis The only time he can do it is if he already has prepared boards prepared, and all he has to do is bang them together but to go ahead and uh, take large uh, logs and chop them down to, into boards into uh, properly sized pieces of wood that's too much of a, a mlochum that interferes with simchas with uh, covered herregl says the Gemara my kuchen and my kvaris we say that you're not meant to make kuchun and kvaris an-mayed. what are these two things um, Rabbi Yehuda, pretty similar Kuchen are in ground graves ukvaris babinian, kvaris are speaking about above ground graves tan na of the same in the elohein kuchen ve kvaris what are these two things kuchen bechafir in ground ukvaris babinian, above ground aval machanchen sa kuchen you can modify you can adjust the kuch kesad machanchen number of yudah she'im hoya aruch if it was a bit too long makhatser you can shorten it once there's a ton in the brysah so we added it boy, you can lengthen it if he needs and he could widen it a bit as long as he's not initiating he's not building it anew. new voice nevreches my nevreches what is that it's a laundering pit he digs out a bit of a pit and it makes a puddle in there so that he can wash his laundry we learnt in a breysa ha nevreches v'habakiyah so Bryce and in bababastra describing two types of pits nevreches is one and Bakia is something else. Apparently, the brechas and Bukiya are not the same type of pit, not serving the same function. On they're clo- closely related. one is a Giyah, the main pit, Ubargia, a secondary pit, next to it, a drainage pit. So in fact, they're both serving the same purpose, both functioning as laundering accessories. One is larger, one is smaller. So the b'raism of and basra, a'nevreches, is the larger one, bakia is the smaller one. But technically, they're both serving laundering purposes. That's what we meant. And now a mishtab. As the one responds by saying that's bakia because bakia is just another way of referring to a laundering pit. But of course, there are two types within the context of laundering pits. There's and bakia. One is bigger, one is small. Va'arn imamesh Rabida disagrees. He says, the only way you can do it is if you have Nisaran, pre cut boards ready to be assembled. Tanina. So now Mishnah, we're going to have a Raya Lahotanarabana to the following price. Aisin called Sorkiya Mes You can tend to all the mace's needs. Goisin like Sorai, trim his hair, Mahaps like Susay, launder his clothing, voisin like Aran, building a coffin, Minasarn, Haminosarin, wherever Yam to provide it. They're pre cut pieces of wood. And this is Shita's button and Al as well. Rabban Shimon Gamlil Aim, he adds a point. Ahma vein aidsun, umasrin, you can go ahead and cut down larger pieces of wood. As long as it's bitzinabhesai, quietly in your home, in which case it's not contravening. Covid Yamtiv. If it's Bitsina, it's okay. Okay, so bottom line is what can you do on Khalamwid? as per the needs of a departed fellow. So to prepare Kuchen and Kvors in advance, you can't do. To mechanach them, to modify them, that you can do. We went about digging a Vrechus laundering pit. What about an orang? If the mace is right there, he's free to do, he's free to do, uh, to make this this Oren, um, if the Nasarim prepared before Yom according to all Shitas that's mutter. What about if he's preparing, if he's cutting down, if he's chopping down wood, to make the oven? Oh, here we have a Tanakama says that's okay. Rabbi Hida disagrees. And we have Rav Shimon in the B'raisa, that it can be done b'tzina Now some of our actually learn that Rav Shimon Gamliel is actually a reflection of the Tanakama in Mishnah. Now Tanakama only allows chopping down wood if it's b'tzina Continues the Mishnah. One is not to get married on Choyl HaMoyed. We will give four reasons for this uh, halacha. Whether she's a psula, or whether she's a widow, or whether she's a widow, It's an happy occasion which interferes with Simcha Siyam Tov. We can remarry, divorce you. That's not so exciting. It doesn't interfere with Simcha Siyam a woman can engage in applying cosmetics and even though it requires malacha, colors and painting that's okay, it's like her echel nefesh applying some sort of lime hair removal material, that she shouldn't do because although eventually she'll derive benefit but the, the immediate effect is pretty unpleasant. It makes it look uh, unpleasant-looking, and it's evil, it's monavular, and therefore interferes with Simcha Syantiv. A non-professional, can mend, can fix a, a tear in a bagot, he can do it kedarko, without any shino, you know, the way he usually does it, because in any case it's not a professional job. So it's terech right? He needs it for yamtiv. And it's not a masa uman, it's not a professional job. Therefore, it's mutta. But the uman, a professional tailor, Machlev he has to uh, deviate from the norm. He can't do a professional job. The Gomorrah explain Machlev either means he makes gaps between the stitches or those zigzag stitches in a way that it's not even, and doesn't look professional. Umasargenes ambites. You can. Uh, string the beds so they would have a bed frame and then they would run ropes across back and forth you can do that you can't run the ropes across you can just fasten them tighten them if they were there to begin with so the mission doesn't allow marriage on yom Tav. why it generates simcha what's wrong with simcha it says what in the world is, is wrong with Simcha? Says Rashi, because Simcha Asur b'yamtev you can't be happy on Yamtiv. What can be better than Simcha and yamtev? Amra v'yidamar shmol, v'cheinamar, v'amra b'yishya. V'amra, some say it was amra b'laz, v'amra b'chaneinam. V'v'yishayin ma'arv in Simcha b'Simcha. Nothing wrong with being happy on Chalamoyed. If you're happy for the right reasons. If you're focusing on Simcha asyamtev, which is the call of the day. But to interfere, to bring in Another cause for happiness which interferes with Tov, that should not be done. Says Rashi, right off to the left. <speaking in> the <language> His reason for joy and happiness on Tov must be Tov generated with nothing else getting in the way. It's interesting that tesis. Tasis says like this It's a The Gemara later will learn from a pasuk not meant to interfere To mix one simcha with the other But then he says V'tam Listen to Thayseus I'll give you somewhat of a reason To make it uh, plausible The shein oisen Just like we know You don't bundle together mitzvahs This is a Gemara In, uh, in Brach, in Psachim you don't take five mitzvahs and bundle them together in one brach. You don't do that. Looks like he's trying to unload the mitzvahs. The Tais has a different a different uh, perspective. What's wrong with bundling together mitzvahs? Because each mitzvah is meant to be addressed separately. You have to approach each mitzvah like it's the only thing you have today. It's the only thing in your world. <speaking> in <Hebrew> if you want to read the Tais inside, it's nine lines from the bottom. He says the she achas Why can't you bundle together mitzvahs? Because your life has to be fully focused on one mitzvah without any diversion. One mitzvah at a time with full shleimus, full commitment. simcha besimcha. Same thing with simchas. Has to be besimcha. You have to be fully engaged, emotionally fully connected to this simcha. If you put together two simchas, you multitask. you're missing the point, you're not here nor there. So that's why we're not ma'arif simcha ba simcha, stick to simcha Regal and that's it. Continues the Gemara, Rav barafuna Omar, he gives another reason, what's wrong with a wedding on Yom b'nei shemaniach va'usik he takes it a step further, he might abandon, he might ignore simcha regal. be involved with this most exciting event in his life, Simchas So it's it's more than just Ein Ma Arvin. Don't mix together two Simchas. Here it's neglect. You're neglecting Simchas Aragel and totally immersing in Simchas so That's a a greater concern. Amli Ha the Rabba Barav This explanation that we just learned, the Ravu, really comes from Rav. The Amar Rav got Bar how do we know that we don't get married on Cholamoid? On Yom Tov, Moid means Yom Tov and Cholamoid. Shenemar besomachta We learn We have to engage in Simchas Chag, not biyistecha. Why? Because Simchas Yista will will take away. Will adversely affect Simchas Torah. Ul Amar, I'll give you a third reason. Concerned about exertion, because to put together a wedding, is no simple feat. Imagine he has to do that on on Yom Tov. is aser, therefore don't get married on Yom Tov. Rabbi has another pshat. Concerned about bittul of the mitzvah. How's that? Says Rashi, five from the bottom if we allow a wedding on Yamtiv, a person will postpone his wedding for Yom save some money it'll be economical postpone his wedding all the way till Yamtiv. that's where you can have one Suhda for Yamtiv and his wedding so that's uh, that's an option. We're going to create a situation where people are going to delay their weddings. So why shouldn't he get married in Yom Tov? Four reasons. He might abandon and be which is perhaps more exciting to him. And third shot is that a wedding generates. Fourth reason is. Now, Teusis, um uh, uh, explains he, he focuses on the next part of the mission the mission says that you can be maxa grusha you don't get married but you can remarry a grusha so let's go through all the reasons here all four reasons and see why it doesn't apply why those these concerns don't apply in this case so tosis deals with that and he says like this by maxa grusha that doesn't generate such a great simcha, and therefore, it's not going to interfere. It's not going to be, iruv simcha basimcha, nor is it going to be, maniach simchas aregal, for that, for that sake. Also, he says, it's not much of a terech, I guess it's not a grand occasion, which requires so much terech. And also, bittu piri doesn't apply, he says, stomach the muscle, we assume, typically, when he remarries, we're speaking about a situation, where he already has children, and therefore, uh, Chacham did not make a Yasser uh, in that case. Another point he says is that because uh, the occasion won't be so grand, so there's no reason for him to wait, to postpone, to delay it um, until the Yom Tiv. Thais actually adds a couple of more points. He says, what about a Sudas mila? Why isn't that a concern? So he says it's not really a, a situation of Simcha. It brings a Gemara that we don't say the brach of Shasimcha, but that we do by the Yeshiva we don't say it by the Bris because the, the nukah, the child, has tsar. So it's not considered such a grand simcha occasion, which would interfere with Yom Tov. اe- Inami, other terrorist says Taisus because it has a zman kavua. It has a designated zman, and therefore we're not going to push off the, the suda in this case. A wedding's up to you. right? So that, uh, that you're required to, uh, to modify and accommodate the Yom Tov, but a, a sudas Bris, you do it in time. In fact, my son's bris was on Chalamoid Pesach. So we're not mavatal the sudas bris on Yom uh, But then he says, what about sudas uh, pidyan ha'ben?" He says, over there, if it's shloi mana sometimes it's not exactly on the 30th day. So how can you do that? How can you do it on Yom Tiv? So he says that Kaimlan lankar of Ashi, we uh, adopt of Ashi's uh, Pshat, what was Ravashi? Um Bechagcha v'lebi The reason why we don't make a wedding is because of V'samachta b'chagecha v'lebi And that only applies to Simchas uh, Nesuin. Why? the another Pshat, he says that Eim A'arvan Simcha only applies by a wedding. It was a grand Simcha. But uh, these minor, relatively minor, occasions are not considered a steroid. They don't really intervene or interfere with Simchas Okay, continues the one on the bottom line. May's faith, we're going to have a kasha on the Eloch and the Mishnah. Kulelu she'amru, asurin lisa b'mayit. In all cases where you cannot marry on halamayit, mutarin lisa erev But lechachila, chachila, you can go ahead, conduct that marriage, on erav Yom That wouldn't be a problem. Now there's going to be a kasha l'kulu. A kasha on all shittings. Because although the wedding is technically before Yom Tov, but remember, every wedding is followed by seven days. Shiva Simia Mishta, and that's going to take place on Yom Tov and interfere with Simcha Simtov. It's a kasha to all shittas, to all four explanations. Like kasha, the answer is pashit. Lamanda Amar Musham Simcha. The first two reasons. Or because we're concerned that he might abandon Simchas Regal and be Simchas Ishtoi, that doesn't apply. Yet. That concern doesn't apply when the wedding takes place a day before Yom Tov. You know why? Iker Simcha Face it, the Iker Simcha the wedding. So although it's an ongoing seven-day celebration, but the Iker is the first day, and therefore it's not considered a contradiction to Simchas Yom Tov. As long as the wedding precedes Yom Tov, you're safe. Lemandam tircha the reason is Tircha to prepare for the Suda Ika Tircha Chadyamu again the Ika is before Yom Tiv. the actual wedding that's the Ika occasion that requires the main the main Tircha so although the the celebrations spill into the Yom Tiv, that's merely secondary that doesn't require that much Tircha which would be considered a concern on Yom Tiv. Likewise, the one that's concerned about delaying his wedding, postponing it until Yom Tov, when he can um, catch two birds with one stone, do one sudha for both, well, the truth is here, he's very, very um, limited in his scheduling. Here, he's taking a big chance. Imagine, he gets engaged months before Yom Tov. He says, you know what, let me be economical. I'll make my wedding. Yamtiv time, so he knows he can't do it on Yamtiv itself. It's a mission, but he knows the brisah, which allows you to do it a day before Yamtiv. Well, who's going to take such a chance? Maybe the last minute, last minute, of something will come up. He won't be able to do his wedding on the Yom Yamtiv. He's limiting himself to one day. He's tying himself down to that one day. It's unlikely that a person will take that chance, and therefore he wouldn't he wouldn't delay his wedding on the chance that i will do it erev Yom Tov. He might get busy, it might not work out. So when we're speaking about an opportunity, a chance to do the wedding only on one day, a person will not delay matters, and therefore the concern of pir v. wouldn't apply. In case the bottom line is, we learned that there are no, no weddings meant to take place on Yom Tov. Ma'akhs of would be allowed, why can't you have a wedding on Yom Tov? Four reasons. We're concerned about the tircha involved in preparing the wedding on Yom Tov. And perhaps a person might be prompted, might be tempted to delay his wedding until Yom Tov comes around. And the Gemara concludes that a wedding on the Erev Yom Tov would be okay because all four reasons won't apply. Okay, let We learned that when it comes to a nega, it's up to the kohen. you can delay matters, ignore the nega until after the Yamtev, after the si mishteh. we find two uh, makuras for this halacha, a is Isboi, We learned that a nega can only be seen by day. The kohen has to have full, full visual capacity, both functioning eyes, to so take a look at the nega. Be Says, well, he says, Evel, the you shouldn't do it. A hesbid within 30 days is a problem, either because he might deplete his funds to pay for the masbid's services, or because the tsar might spill over into yomtiv. If would be, if this fellow offers his services free of charge. So Hef said mama doesn't apply, but tsar does. One may not prepare graves ahead of time, but he can modify existing graves. What about building an orain? So if the uh, Boards are prepared in advance, that's mutter. He's going to chop them down on yomtev. Rabbi Yudha says, you can't do it. It's too much of a malacha. It's too grand. It interferes with covet mayid. And Ramashim Hashem says, you can do it b'tzina b'teiches. Marriage on mayid cannot be performed. We have four reasons. And as the more concludes, but Erev Yomtev would be okay. All the best to you and much